Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. This is literally an opening the door into Dell's hatred. You don't even understand how much anger Dell has. Dell is just like seething over there. I'm so you know what's going on, Dell? We know who you are when you come up here. We know you. We recognize you, and we hate you for what you're doing. Ball of hate. Hate. I said. Ball of hate. I won't be so angry today. I get to leave early. Well, get to is probably not the right phrasing, but um, I leave early today, so... What are you doing? I got to go pick up my old man, mm-hmm. and I, li- I say old man on purpose because <sighs> you got to go pick him up. You, at this point where you're now picking up your parents from the airport, oh. he's, he's, he's an older gentleman now, so... So while you're coming back... I'm not we'll still be on the air, and Lance, will we be on the air? Yeah, I'm not coming back. What do you mean coming back? When you're when, after you pick him up, I'm no, not coming back. No, 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 no. When you're in the car, oh. after you pick him up. No, when are you leaving? So Lance, eight thirty, nine thirty, eight thirty. He's leaving. Go at nine thirty. No, he, the flight comes in at nine ten. Nine ten. He'll. You be, gotta go get his bag. So listen, you gotta get. You wait on the would, tarmac. Would you please wait. <laughs> when he's in the car I'm at nine thirty and driving back, you do. Your impression of his dad. I'm not doing it. He already thinks you're the clown man. No. Do you, I think Did he'll really enjoy you doing his, yes. the impression that you do of him. I'm not going to be listening to the show. Why are you so late, Dale? <laughs> I'm not going to be listening to the show. <laughs> you listen to the show. That's good. That's might be my favorite impression. Do whatever you want. I'm yeah. not going to be listening. <laughs> they lost my luggage, Dale. He doesn't talk like that. He you well, never met he him. He kind of so, does. No, you've never met him. He, John knows. He, no, he kind of does. No, he doesn't. John doesn't know. I, don't, I probably. You don't know. Yes, I do know. Actually, I do know. I'm not taking an Uber, Jim. That's what I told him. Tell your dad to take an Uber. He Uber. He said, "Do you want me to hear it from my whole family?" Man, I want to tell you. Yeah, so I'm gonna give yeah. you some. I'm gonna give you. So I took a taxi from there to Kingwood. Yeah, it's not far, right? Tax driver. As soon as I told him, he's like. You know, because he did, it's not a far enough oh, right, drive right. for him or whatever, but it's still pretty far. $45. The cabs are so expensive. Oh and God. I've already known that from every yeah. airport trip, but they will punish oh. you. And, you know, all these people wait at the airport at, at Intercontinental for Ubers. And I'm like, golly, if you go down the taxi stand, it's easy. You get out of there early. Well, it comes at a price. Yeah. It ab- comes at a price. Absolutely, it does. All right. So we talked before the break, we talked about Emi Adoka. And he's in a national story. Stephen A. Smith, I guess he thinks he was breaking a story yesterday. Well, he was. No, he wasn't. We've been talking about this. But for he a long was time. breaking it to everybody else. We've, we've no, no, been... no, 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 no. On Twitter, national guys have been talking about this for a while. Well, this, this specifics, is not a story. Well, the specifics of what he said, I hadn't heard. And his, and about, but you know what? His uh, well, let's listen to it. His specifics are wrong. If you oh, want to know oh. the truth. Here is Stephen A. yesterday talking about James Harden and the Houston Rockets. I got tipped off last week by a very reliable source about something that happened in Houston a few months ago. Houston Rockets were talking to James Harden, thinking about bringing him back after Ime Udoka was brought there. James Harden actually talked, this is what I'm told. I haven't confirmed it with James Harden. This is what I was told. He actually talked himself 
out of a max deal because he went in there talking about how he wanted to return to being that scoring champion. And he made Yudoka and then was like, nah, we ain't trying to have that here. We building something a little bit different. Had he come in there and said the right things. They would have given the max contract. They would have gave him a max four-year deal. He talked himself out of his own max deal. That's that's not true. That's factually incorrect. It's factually incorrect. Incorrect. I got some insight into this when it was happening. James Harden was not going to be an option for email. If he came in and said, I am just going to distribute the ball and play the most defense ever, and that's all I'm committed to is defense, assists, and rebounding, he still wouldn't have been a rocket. Ime Adoka is changing a culture. He, Ime Adoka got Dylan Brooks, who's about as opposite of James Harden as it gets. Mm-hmm. Hard-nosed, defensive-minded, really not a an offensive. A little bit of a goof. Yeah, well, a little they bit both, of a goof. We can question each of their shot selection, too. They do have that. They do have that in common. One well, is a lot more James one's makes a lot it, more James, efficient. Yeah, James actually, you know, you, you question his shot, select, shot selection, yet, eh, okay, he makes it. He makes it everyone. Dylan Brooks, not so much. So, th- this it, incorrect. That is that is very misleading. James Harden was not going to play for Ime Adoka, period. No. He was not going to play for Ime Adoka. Udoka didn't want him. Didn't want him. Udoka didn't want him. He knew what he brings to the table, which is the, he, he knew he, the negatives. He focused more on the negatives than the positives. Because right now the positives, well, the positives are beginning to dwindle. Like they're, The positives are headed down a little bit. They're not the same level of positives uh, that are you know basketball positives. The negatives are still the same. He's going to turn it over. He's not going to be committed off the, off the court. He's not you know, going to be a positive influence on. He's not going to play defense. I, honestly, when Udoka was hired, I was so happy. Because you had told me that he was, oh, no, James was squaring the plans before. Yeah. He that wasn't, was real. Well, no, 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 no. Well, Stephen A. Smith's right about that. He was in the, in plans, the plans until Udoka was the guy. And luckily, Udoka was like, nah, we ain't, we ain't doing that. It, Udoka came in and made a basketball decision. And, I mean, golly, I was ter- it, I remember when Dana Brown was finally hired. Like, God, thanks. It was the a, dumb spending can It was end. more, I don't think, basketball decision. I think it was more a culture decision. That's what it should be. Yeah, right. It shouldn't have been a basketball decision. At this point, you got to make sure you have the right guys. And, and listen, James is the exact opposite of what they want. James dealing with young players and teaching young players how to be a pro. No, no. James, the same defensive, that what they've been doing defensively, that Ole just, who cares if they score? Just give me the ball and let's go try to out. No, that's done. Those days are done. Emil Doka's coming in here. I mean, even who was that? I think it was uh, Alperin said, or no, it was Jabari said, "Man, this dude, he is stern. We we were in for this." Steven Silas, those days are over. I got a over. question. They James would have been the the point guard, the lead guard here. Now Fred Van Fleet is. Will Fred Van Fleet make more money per year than his shooting percentage? <laughs> uh, Ooh. no. What is his number? Forty million this year. 40.8. Will he shoot higher than 40.8 from the field? He doesn't usually do that. Historically, he's about 41. It's a good question. Last year, he wasn't. I must say he'll shoot better, yes. You think? Yes. He'll shoot better. I shoot, I think he'll shoot over four. The fact that we're having a discussion of a $40 million a year point guard can shoot over 40% from the field, that's not a great feeling. No. 
<clears throat> that listen, there's a lot of these guys that can't. Dylan Brooks. That that money was insane. That was a bad. That was not a deal that was equal to his level. Well, of play. Col- well, they had the he was a taken Ky- from a Toronto. Murray, and they paid him. That's a Kyler Murray contract, but uh, relatively speaking, you got him for more than more than the on court stuff. I firmly believe. That was also a, a culture purchase, which I'm okay with. He hasn't shot more than his yearly, as far as what he's making this year. The last time he shot higher than that was 29-20. So it's three seasons. In that year, he shot 41.3. He's mm-hmm. so 41.0 before that, 42.6. He shot 40.3 in 22. Yeah, but that's not higher than his contract. It's 40.8 this year. 40. <laughs> 39.3 last year. He's going down. It's uh, well. He did have the thirty-eight point nine season in twenty-one, <laughs> and then he raised it to forty point three. Yeah, it's that's his neighborhood. His neighborhood is forty point two. That's his career. So are you make? Are you if I if my bookie had it on for you to bet? Fred Van Vliet shoots higher than his annual his yearly contract at least this year his his salary. Would you take that bet? Hmm. Alperin Jalen. Amen. I mean, is he going to get better looks here? He's is supposed he to be, be the guy creating the looks. He, yeah, but is he also going to... No, he can be to... off-ball, too, because <sighs> Jalen's going to have the ball in his hands. So, yeah, I think he'll get better looks. You think he'll get better I think looks? he'll get a little bit better looks, yeah. He had Siakam I think, I think, there. I think you're going to have a Scotty passer. Barnes, OGN, and OB. Now, I will say that you do get a lot of interior passing from Shingun, but I think Shingun on the drive and dish, I mean, on the, huh. you know, the spin and kick, I think... Jalen Green, yeah, I do. Will I, that be listen, a, I'm the more positive of the two of us, so yeah. I don't, you know. Like, I'm oh, I'm considered very the guy positive. who said Carlos Correa was going to hit 50 homers. Okay, you're but, more positive than I am. Yeah, I Carlos bet Correa has played here I for bet three on years Texans, ago. Astros, you just Rockets, said everything. how shocking is it that the Texans were two and two? Uh, I thought it was a real. You know why? Because I bet on them last year. Thought, you didn't bet on them last year. And you said you, and, you work for the NFL. What were you doing? You, can't you said bet they were. Teams. You said they were sucking. Yeah, they no, they did suck. I just some. thought they had room for improvement. <laughs> if if people are watching Twitch, Lance is wearing like an NFL refs hat He's today. A referee yeah. today, company man that he is. Oh my god! Thank you, Dell. He's keeping the show. He's keeping the take show. that as a compliment. Uh, me and the Swifties and Travis Kelsey are making this league bigger and better no, every Travis year. Travis Kelsey says we continue to grow. Oh, oh you're go- Travis Kelsey says you're going too far with this. We're going how? He says, "Oh, you're putting too. What do you, you say got, about me? We're leaning into Taylor Swift way too much. That's what. That's what Travis Not Kelsey enough said. Yet. We're, he hadn't even seen anything yet. <laughs> oh, you well, guys, we've got you got big plans. He said, get off my girl, okay? Y'all, y'all, step back. You're NFL. exploiting Taylor Swift, NFL. Yeah, you're exploiting. No, we're not. We're that's showing you, Jackman. You we're showing you. You're Jackman. exploiting young hey, love. It's not all about you're, you, Taylor Smith. It's Swift. also Swift. Her name is Swift. I don't. I know you get her name wrong. I know there's the girl who's dating." Travis Kelsey. I don't know. Disrespectful. Is she a rapper? Okay. So does she act? Yeah. She, I was she, like, she you're appropriating Swifties. Look at Zach. Look at uh um. I had Hugh Jackman there. I had who was it? Ryan Reynolds. Blake or, Lively yeah. was there. Was it Blake. Ryan Reynolds? No, it was the other one. Ryan, no, it was Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. It was Ryan Reynolds. See? And La- Blake Lively from Welcome to Wrexham. Ryan Reynolds is way bigger than Taylor Smith. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. Okay, Taylor Smith. Eight twelve. ESPN 97. That just shows you you old. That's all it shows. I don't know. You I know old. who Travis Kelsey is. He's bigger. He's, has Taylor Smith been to any Pro Bowls at all? <laughs> my, no. My Frankie, is she as big as Beyonce? No. Frankie called me and said, 
Do you know how big Taylor Swift is making? He was a nothing before. This oh. is the new thing that women are yeah, doing, no, by my, the way. I know. I think it's a she coordinated effort. Me. She was trying you know to get how, in. I was like, it's I a know. Meme on, it's a meme on social media. You know how upset NFL people are when they hear that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, a two-time Super Bowl winner. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. Uh, time for uh, me to talk about, hey, U of H off this Saturday, but they got the Thursday game coming up next week. They're going to be playing West Virginia. Coach Holgerson taking on his former team. Uh, Big 12 matchup. This is one. Come on. you got, we got to be out there. And it's blackout. Okay? It's the blackout game. Celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. Unforgettable night. It's going to be so much fun. It's a Thursday night, which means let's go. It, that, that just doesn't get more fun than Thursday night games. You're the only one on. It's going to be a nationally televised games. Get a ticket and a black T-shirt for just twenty dollars, you get a ticket and a black T-shirt, Coogs T-shirt for just twenty dollars. This special expires on Sunday, so you got to get it now. Go to uhcougars.com/slash/blackout/wvu. Not a bad seat in the house. Twenty bucks for a game. You're you're watching a, a major college football game. You're gonna. It's gonna be a beautiful night. Black blacking it out. Let's go. Let's be out there. October 12th, 6 p.m., TDEC Youth Stadium, Thursday night football next week, a week from today. Get a T-shirt and a ticket for 20 bucks. The, the, the special expires on Sunday. UHCougars.com or slash blackout WBVU. W, slash, slash blackout WVU. Come early, be loud, wear black. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5. You watching Golden Bachelor? Is Wendy making you watch Golden Bachelor on ABC? She does not let me watch any Bachelors with her. Because well, I thought you used to watch it. Though. No, I didn't. I never watched it. But when I when I did, I, I make I make comments how stupid it oh, is. Oh, that's why. And she's like, "Get out, beat it, get out, get so out." So she watching Golden Bachelor? Yeah, she likes it. She likes that. Is it like she she watches all of it? It's probably more real than the other Bachelors. Though. Yeah, we also have to watch all the game shows that ABC's doing now and the, the hundred thousand dollar pyramid. That's all we watch is Channel Thirteen. Actually, that's pretty much. Y'all should stream. Yeah, no, we do. We, Shh, don't say it out loud. Regular, we tr- we stream Hulu, which oh. is what everybody should stream. Yeah, and Disney Plus. Yeah, make, make sure you stream Hulu. I got and that. Di- I got that ESPN slash Hulu slash. Who's the third one? Disney. D- Disney. Yeah. yeah, that's the three. Yeah, the three. That's, I got that package. No. Um, and now Hulu's trying to go. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. If you want to see this movie, you got to go to Hulu Extra or whatever. Like, what, when did y'all invent this new? package no. i got hulu with no ads i pay why are you doing this what there's another brand of hulu no. oh this is a platinum club no. what is it, well, you gotta watch you gotta have hulu because you got Wrexham. you got the morning show on there yeah no you, no no uh, morning shoot if it's on hulu oh, no, 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 that's, no, it's on, apple. that's apple that's apple yeah uh you Rexham's got no 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 there, you got though. family guy on there you gotta have that but now nah, you don't have to have hulu plus to watch welcome to Wrexham. no i haven't seen season two of welcome to Wrexham. oh you haven't no i haven't seen it it's it's pretty good it's we just well, we're, we're up to date we watched it last night i just finished uh the ryan uh the bj novak movie called vengeance something tells me del seen that 
No, I don't really like looking at BJ Novak, so I didn't watch it. Um, well, so BJ Michael Novak Scott goes out to No, Texas. I don't know why. I just It's a pretty good I'm show. I'm out on him for some reason. Vengeance is a pretty good show. Yeah, he's got this girl who's like who he hooked it's up a movie? with. And, yeah, it's a movie. Oh no, my, yeah, Wendy saw it. She said you got to see this. Yeah, it's really it's good. It's pretty good. It's, it yeah. takes place in uh Ashton Kutcher's pretty good. It takes place in like out near Marfa. Out what is in it, Texas. Netflix, there's a lot of reference on? about Texas Tech. There's a lot of Whataburger references oh, yeah? in it. Is yeah. it on Netflix or no? It's uh, Prime. Prime. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's so talk- when you take your time off from watching all your Hulu and ABC stuff, maybe you can sneak in something in the toilet in Prime and not let Wendy know. No, she I, she lets me watch Prime. It's okay. Um. So uh, the Texans and D'Amico. <laughs> While he was doing it, did 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 you all get the national alert yesterday yeah. afternoon? Everybody minutes, listening, did. two minutes, everybody, er, two minutes earlier than they projected it to yeah. be. Oh, so I'm playing poker at Prime yesterday, and all of a sudden the whole room lights up with with this with this, and we're all like, "What the bleep is going on? Are we in a are we being attacked?" Yeah, they told us there would be a test at two twenty. It came at or not two twenty? Was it? That was one fifteen. Well, two twenty Eastern time. Uh, one eighteen. It came two minutes earlier than what they told everyone, and uh, so the government wasn't accurate on something. Surprising. Okay. No, they didn't shut down. They actually opened early. They opened early. Our government is always one step ahead of everything. <laughs> Did you see who Troy Nels is nominating for Speaker of the House? Who? Donald Trump. <laughs> That'll go well. <laughs> Be perfect. Troy Nels is Frankie worked for Troy Nels. I'm the best speaker of the house, better than Tip O'Neill. <laughs> the best. I've been the best ever. I'm rated number one speaker of the house. Um, did you hear his sound? Did you hear the sound? And if you steal from a store and come outside, we're gonna shoot you. You're gonna get shot. Like it was. Have you seen that quote? Have you seen it? Tell see if you can find it. It's. We were overseas. My wife goes, "Good lord!" I said, "What is?" It? She goes, "Listen to this." And if you steal from a store, and you as soon as you go outside, you get shot, shot, and wow. everyone starts clapping. Wow, that's a. I was like, now this, I'm in favor of tasers. I've already told you. Yeah. If you do bad things in life, does the punishment fit the crime? Yeah, I, I mean, I but to me, tasing's like. That's kind of like the new spanking. Like, you, you know, it's a deterrent. Well, now. Shooting is a deterrent, now, but it also can end your life. Now people are going into Walmarts and pepper spraying managers. And did you see this is happening? No. Yeah. Apparently customers who are not pleased with if you're not wearing a mask or if, if somebody. Oh, doesn't, I saw the guy with the mask. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. One. Yeah. Although sometimes what I've what I found out is a lot of times what's what's said especially those fight videos or whatever, it's not real at all. It's like they just make up whatever oh, yeah, well, headliner yeah. they want. So I don't know if that was what it was. I've noticed there's a lot of people stepping up and stopping shoplifting now. Like people are starting to – the police uh, – where was that? In Detroit where, are starting to like – they're starting to – Good. They're now starting to say well, – You can't yeah. just walk in any store and just take whatever you want. Well, you, but you can. And if it, you do it with a, a guy who's in charge of loss prevention for the biggest company said – if like twelve people get together, there's literally yeah, nothing, nothing you can do. do. Did you see the Apple Store in Except uh, shooting? You got somebody outside. Well, like Trump said, well, let's "Yeah, I saw the Apple Store." Yeah, Apple Store was nice. That was nice. So, uh, what was a, nice? The mass. Yeah, it, was, it was great. It was oh, nice. where the phones were going off. Where the they realized the phones were being tracked, and everyone just threw them down and got out of there. Did you see that one? No. Yeah, they set up the phones with their automatic tracking. Oh yeah, so they yeah. can find the. Crush. So if you still, yeah, yeah, yeah you're in right. Um, you can't disable. 
So uh, D'Amico and, and uh, CJ met the media yesterday. CJ, you know what? I'm I'm just a huge, huge Bobby Slowick fan. What he has done after after the years that Tim Kelly and the Pep Hamilton years and the, oh, oh my and Davis God. Mills and let's uh, you know well no I know it's been the whole thing I understand this is a better but this is so much better it's so much better to watch it's so much more fun it's like holy cow they it doesn't matter it, it pe- touchdown penalty touchdown penalty touchdown that would never happen. That would never have happened with a Texans team. That you, you you got two penalties on touchdowns and you still scored a touchdown. Well, CJ talking about Bobby, and you know you talked about it in the off season. CJ came in here and, and he and Bobby maybe didn't get a, to see eye to eye. Well, they had a little. They just had a little. Yeah. Not in the off season. This is in the draft. Yeah, the pre-draft. The draft, right. There was a there was an incident. Right, right. Before where one the draft, got into right. one guy's face, another guy got in the other right. guy's face, and it was and it was squashed. Well, and apparently it's nothing. Well, and. Well, CJ's recognizing, though, that Bobby Slowick knows what he's doing. Here's him talking about Bobby. Bobby's been amazing. He's been really, really important in my success. Talking to him about plays and and looks and what he thinks is going to happen, it, it really helps me kind of paint a picture and have an idea before I go out there and, and try to execute what he calls. Um, and, and like you said, he's really smart. Um, he, he understands the game of football, comes from um, amazing uh, scheme that we're running now. Um, that he kind of put his own twist on. So um, it's been really good to work with Bobby. He's a, a good dude, um, and he's really funny, too. And I, I don't think anybody knows, but he's kind of funny. Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> so that's, but, nah, Bobby's a good dude, man. He's a great coach. That's great to hear. So this is something I was told about him. Is So there was a qu- question about coachability with C.J. Stroud, okay, headed into the draft process. And one of the stories that was out there from somebody close to C.J., this is – I know this is fact. He told me, he said, look, if C.J. thinks you know no ball – like, CJ's really into football. Uh, like, he's got a good mind. He, he parties a little bit. I mean, he's had some he's had some things where he, you know, there's some true stuff out there that they said about the Manning Academy. There was something at uh, Steve Clarkson's deal where he got kicked out early. I think he was very, I think he was a little bit um, immature as a high schooler. But, uh, you know, that can also change. But one of the things that <clears throat> I was told is that if he, you know, he didn't really have a lot of dealings with his offense coordinator at, um, at Ohio State, and I don't think he had a lot of respect for him because he, um, you know, for whatever reason. But he respected Ryan Day, who was the play caller and who's the, you know, the head. He was the offensive guy. Well, apparently, um, this guy told me, if C.J. thinks you know ball, if he thinks you're highly intelligent and really into the X's and O's, he's really going to do well with you. And you just heard what he said about, about Bobby, Bobby Sloat. Everything fell him. right in line with yeah. that as he knows his right. football. He helps me with looks. So I think there's where the respect is. All right, we got to uh, break it. Josh Pate is joining us on the other side here. But uh, f- first, breaking news. Saturday, Astros play at 345. Sunday, 7.03 p.m. Not 7 a.m. It's 7.03 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then on Tuesday at 3.07 p.m. What at, do we think about that 3 o'clock game? Three o'clock, three forty-five on Saturday. Josh, Josh Pate, because three o'clock on Tuesday. We'll see what it coincides with football-wise. Um, yeah, seven. I mean, I'm going to go Astros over college football. Uh, three forty-five. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, or you sorry. got multiple TVs. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Get you get you to a place with multiple TVs, like Nick's place or Damaris or whatever. Get there and support our peeps. Right now, I'm talking about McGrath Pest Control. I'm supporting that guy. I I, I really support Scott McGrath. I love what he does. He's 
he's been really good to us for years now. And he's they come to the house, and you just don't have bugs. If you've got bugs in your house, and I listen, I saw Scott McGrath working on a bar that was just it was awful, an old building that just had roaches, and there was nothing that could do. He uh, multiple different uh, uh, pest control companies in there; they couldn't get it done. Scott McGrath says, "Watch this," and he did not. He did not let up until he got that problem eradicated, and because that's what Scott McGrath does. He is fantastic at what he does. And if you've got a bug problem, if you've got a rodent problem, if you've got any kind of varmint whatsoever, Scott McGrath handles that. If you've got mosquitoes in your backyard, he's got the mosquito murdering system. They're great. You're looking for that bug, uh, that pest control company. Two eight. You got to you got to call Scott McGrath and let him take care of your business. Two eight one four six nine eighty two forty two eight one four six nine eighty two forty or McGrathPestControl.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Bringing in Josh Pate at Late Kick Josh on Twitter on Must Follow. The Late Kick with Josh Pate, and he's brought to you by Tabaros Barbecue here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. The place to go and watch, get your... Uh, your Astros on going to be playing. Going to be playing while college football is going on on Saturday afternoon. You need multiple TVs. Great place to go to watch your games. Josh, welcome in. Um, it turned out we we laughed, we scoffed at you going to Auburn and Georgia. And holy crap, Georgia's what's what's why is something's off? Georgia's off. What's what's the difference this year, Josh? Now, now hold on just a second. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Firstly, why is it a surprise when things play out the way I say they're going to play out? This shouldn't be a surprise to you people. It shouldn't at all. And by the way, when when Auburn came right in your backyard and they struggled mightily against A&M, in normal circles, that means they're terrible. But in college football circles, especially early in seasons, that's just incentive to change everything up. And sometimes when you change things up internally, something just clicks. Like, they ran the quarterback a lot more against Georgia. Well, guess what? It clicked. And Peyton Thorne's not Michael Vick or anything like that, but it clicked enough. And they can play really good defense. And anyone who's been to Jordan-Hare Stadium, when those people have a reason to believe, knows it is, it's insane. It's really wild. It's a tough place to go, especially when it's your quarterback's first time on the road. So, I, look, I did not have an inflated sense of Georgia. Like, I've not had them number one. I think they're about the fifth best team in the country right now. So I got exactly what I thought I'd get. But I knew as soon as that thing was a dogfight in the fourth quarter, I, I knew most people are going to panic, and Georgia fans included. They freaked out because they just assume you get to carry over this magical national championship dust, and they use phrases like defending champ, like that means anything. It doesn't mean anything. That doesn't help Carson Beck. It doesn't help Mike Bobo call plays. Um, they're a pretty good team with some flaws and some warts that is affording themselves time to get better, but at the same time, there are teams on their schedule that can beat them, contrary to preseason beliefs. So you say they're fifth on your list. What is your, Give us your... Your your top five. That's that's Hall and Oates five. You're fifth on my list, not Kiss. Fifth. Uh, I've got so I got 
who? Texas up there. Got Ohio State up there. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. You know who I'm extremely high on is Oregon. Yep. And I remember just one season ago, they played Georgia neutral field and got completely body bagged. So I know that sounds crazy. I just think they're different teams this year. Um, I, I got Michigan up there as well. And Michigan, I really have no clue about. No one's watched them. You people don't think so? Tell you people, I, th- I think Michigan's the best team in college football this year. And I think okay, Oregon may so, be right there with them. And 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 this is a this is not a Georgia year, but they could still end up winning a national championship. It's definitely not an Alabama team we've seen from the past. But I got to tell you, I've had to throw away my Bo Nix. You know, I'm so I'm so my filter for with Bo Nix isn't fair because I remember him with Auburn and he was terrible and blah blah blah. But this is a different Bo Nix. They're very physical in the trenches. And then you look at Michigan; it's the same thing. Two-time Joe Moore Award winners back-to-back. They've got defense and offense. They're physical. They've got a couple different really good running backs. I'm with you. I think Michigan's got to show, you know, we got to get through the schedule. But I think we're kind of throwback this year, Josh, where instead of the spread and throw it around, we've got two downhill teams right now in Oregon and and, in Michigan that are kind of getting after people. Well, think about these other teams you mentioned, though. If it's not them, it, let's just say it was Ohio State. Ohio State's not a prolific offense. If it were Alabama, Alabama's not a prolific no. offense. If, it, if it's Georgia, Georgia's not a prolific offense. So we got conditioned for a while to thinking you've got to have truly dynamite elite quarterback play and you've got to be hanging 45 to give yourself a chance to win a game. I don't even know who the playoff will feature this year. But that is not it. Like that is not the recipe to win it this year. Now you better be able to have the ability to to be poised and make good decisions at the quarterback position. But to circle back to Michigan for just a second, I I I thought highly of them in the preseason, and I just haven't allowed my default to change. Because there could be there could be two fatal cracks on that team, just making up a number that we'd have no way of knowing. They also could be the best team to ever play college football. So both of those are on the table. It's just that when you play an inferior schedule, I don't look at it as, oh, automatically that means you're overrated. I just look at it as my data on you is incomplete because there's no way I could know what I need to know about you yet, and I'll see you when you play Penn State a month from now. Josh Pate at Late Kick Josh, brought to you by Damaris Barbecue right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Let me guess, you're going to be in Dallas this week. I'm going to be in Dallas this week. And how about this? I don't know if you guys were aware, but Alabama goes to A&M this week, and you got playoff baseball down there. How in the world can someone not be a sports fan in the Lone Star State oh, right now? It's awesome. It's awesome. Both, yeah, both the both our teams are in uh, baseball, and you got A&M against Alabama, and you got Texas and Oklahoma. Will it be a better game? Is Oklahoma good enough to play with Texas this year? Ooh, that's a good question. I think they are. I think Dylan Gabriel, you know, I can make the argument that Dylan Gabriel is the most important player in that game because I think that there are more complementary pieces around Quinn Ewers. I don't think Quinn Ewers has to take a game or a team on his shoulders and single-handedly win it. I don't think Oklahoma has a running back one. Like, I think they're running back by committee right now. They've even used Gabriel in the running game a little bit just because they really don't pack the same punch in the backfield that Texas does, and look, when I think about what Oklahoma has faced so far, and I think about those really good numbers, I think he's like 15-2, to two, touchdown to interception, I think about who it's come against, and I don't knock him, like we just talked about with Michigan, but I also think to myself, 
when you face a front like Texas that's already battle-tested and they've already proven it against high-level competition, everything shrinks. The windows shrink. The time shrinks. And if you can have a career day in the face of that, yes, Oklahoma can win that game. And we've watched this game where you have individuals or maybe teams collectively just scale their performance and they play at 120% of themselves, and that's what rivalry games do sometimes. If you do that, yeah, it could be a four-quarter war. But if you don't, then you're having to put so much pressure on one player in Dylan Gabriel. And he, for, for as long as it feels like he's been there now, what's the biggest game he's played in? He wasn't in this game last year. What's the biggest game? The bowl game against FSU is the one I came up with. Other than that, what's the national spotlight Oklahoma game that we've all tuned in to watch Bill and Gabriel play in. And but the did, answer is it's not there. Didn't he play in big games with Central Florida, though? He's, yeah. If you want to call it that, I don't think the nation has ever tuned in collectively to watch a Central Florida game. I don't think this kind of pressure has ever been yeah. on a Central Florida game, and that includes that Auburn game back in 2017. What about the Aggies in Alabama? Well, hold on, hold on. I'm going to get back to, oh, Del are, Del's already gone. But Del told uh, our producer who had to leave, um, he believes that Texans fans – I mean, Texans, Longhorn fans are going to potentially get a taste of Dylan Gabriel that is going to leave a bad taste in their mouth. In other words, his attitude, his hubris, his 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 swagger, his he ain't confidence, afraid to his bump arrogance. Opponent, yeah, opponents. He, he thinks that Longhorn fans at some point could be seething about Dylan Gabriel and his personality in that game. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think it's a good thing as an outsider because it adds juice to uh, our game that doesn't need a lot of juice. But here's the thing. It would be one thing if we were talking about University of Washington fans being mad at Dylan Gabriel because they don't get to play him. Your team gets to face him. So there is one foolproof way to shut him up. And that, that just basically means knocking him around a little bit or digging himself such a hole he can't get out of as a defense that you get to look over across the ball in the fourth quarter when the game's not in doubt anymore. And no one has an attitude. No quarterback is demonstrative when he's down 37 to 20. Uh, no, or, or the whooping that they took last year. Let's get to the Alabama and A&M game. How do you see this one? I mean, hey, we talked about it last, last week, Arkansas and, and A&M. That's always a war. Wasn't so much a war this year. Now, and Alabama bounced back nicely since Ole Miss. What do you see here? It's the toughest game Alabama has remaining. It's the worst matchup they have remaining. I slightly lean Texas A&M to win this game. I think if you could throw the ball 30 yards or more downfield, you can get A&M. They've got a highly rated secondary on paper. But there's a way to get them. The problem is you need to have the protection and the ability to give your quarterback time enough to do that. And you're talking about the team with the most tackles for loss in college football in A&M facing the team with the second worst pressure rate in college football in Alabama. And you add in home field. If that stat does not hold Saturday, Alabama will win that game. But that's blind faith, and I don't like having that in football. And so I'm leaning A&M slightly to win the game. If they don't, and if Alabama does win it, I actually think Alabama will end up getting themselves on a roll and will not lose a game the rest of the regular season. So if you're anti-Alabama, this is the spot to really root for A&M because you need them to knock Bama off Saturday, or else they may build up a little bit of steam rolling downhill, and I do not think there's another team physical enough on their schedule to beat them. 
Yeah, how about six weeks into the season, LSU and Alabama both out of the national championship race? That's unbelievable. That's, hey, hey, how about this, too? How about you got Kentucky playing Georgia Saturday, and I don't expect them to win, but if they were to win, you'd have maybe – I mean, Missouri plays LSU Saturday, too, and, and we don't know what LSU has. you got Missouri and Kentucky in the thick of this thing. you got Clemson out of it. You may have Bama out of it. You may have LSU out of it. It's a wild season. It is, and you know, Kentucky has a pretty nice little squad. I mean, they put it on a floor. Frankly, Florida's up and down, but Kentucky went out and whipped them. I mean, just absolutely whipped them. They're well coached. Um, this is a really you know who's kind of just sliding by, who's undefeated. No one's really talking about. And I looked at them for the for the Joe Moore Award. Is Penn State has just a very quietly a pretty solid team this year. You said Penn State, right? Yeah. Yeah, Penn State, I was just on radio up there right before this, and it's really interesting because they have their bye week this week, and then they have UMass, and then they go to Ohio State. So they've essentially bought themselves a two-week prep bubble in the middle of the season to get ready to go to Columbus. Um, they they internally are really confident in what they have up there. They, they have not turned the ball over. Drew Aller has not turned the ball over. Uh, he has not lit it up downfield. They haven't needed to. They, they have got a head coach caliber defensive coordinator in Manny Diaz, and they all love him. And I was up there in spring, and that was the most insightful talk I had was with Manny Diaz. Uh, that dude is very cerebral. He, he knows he's got the players. The only thing I wonder is when we get down the road a little ways, specifically against Michigan, have they fixed their run fit issues? Have yeah. they fixed their ability to stop someone from running it for 200, 300 yards on them? If they have, uh, that is a bona fide playoff contender. Josh Pate brought to you by Damaris right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So you've got Texas and you've got possibly A&M this week. Any other big game that uh, we gotta we got to keep our eye on this week for the national cha- championship hunt? I'm, I am very interested in what happens with that Notre Dame-Louisville game. I think that I don't think Notre Dame's totally dead just because they lost to Ohio State. Some people think that. I don't. But I will tell you this. Notre Dame had to get up and expended themselves against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. They had to do it right back again the next week on the road against Duke. They went one and one in those games. Now you're asked for a third straight week to get yourself up. It's a night game on the road. It, you're everyone Super Bowl. And Louisville is on long rest because they played last Friday. This is one to watch. I think the line is six and a half or seven. And if Notre Dame can get this one done, their reward is they get Southern Cal the following week. So this has been a four-week stretch that I don't think they believed would be as pressure-packed as it's ended up as it's ended up being. Speaking of Southern, well, Southern, Southern Cal, went out and looked like they're going to boat race Oregon, and then they came back because their defense stinks. I mean, USC's defense with Alex Grinch still can't just can't just hold the line a little Oregon bit. Oregon or Colorado? What What's that? Colorado. No, when SC played Colorado. Did That's I say Oregon? Oregon yeah. Oh, yeah, I meant Colorado. Um, but that brings us up. Are we done with the, like, the Dion stuff in Colorado slowed way down? As well as should. It needs to be about all the other teams in college football as well. Dion's a great story. Colorado's a good story. I think they're going to be a factor moving forward. But uh, has it slowed down for you with all the national shows? Has the Dion talk really dropped off now? Yes, it has. It, it ended up playing out perfectly to me because it was – it was sort of an appetizer in September, 
and it filled a lot of conversation. And I love it. Like, I have no problem with it, but I, it filled conversation in September. But as you guys know, the calendar says that this thing's three or four months long. In reality, the months of October and November themselves feel four months long. These are long seasons, and you cannot be talking about that. You were never going to stretch that hype over the course of the season. They were going to run into the brick wall. They have. And now it'll be an interesting topic to watch moving forward. But, I mean, it's time to, it's time to shift the focus pretty dramatically towards teams that have a chance of doing things down the stretch here. Mm. Uh, Josh, before you go, uh, Utah loses to Oregon State uh, 21-7, to and their reward is every player, 85 scholarship players on the Utes, receive a 2024 Ram Bighorn 1500 truck. Every player. Wow. You want to talk about setting a tone for NIL. This is unbelievable. And they presented it well. They parked those things in the stadium and had them go out there and crank it. I saw that last night. I was really like off the radar or off the grid busy yesterday. And I saw that last night and I said, hold up a second. Is, is this one of those like trick videos? No, it was not. Um, here's what I'm wondering. You know that's not going to stop with Ram F1. or That's not going to stop with a pickup truck. Someone's going to one-up that. Someone's going to partner with a dealership that, that will one-up that. And I don't know who it's going to be, and I don't know when it's going to be, but uh, we're, we're getting into NIL war territory, and I can't wait to see where it goes. And if you notice some sarcasm in my voice, it's because it is there. Oh, it's there. This is this is set a tone. Like Miami, they get every player was getting like uh, I don't I don't know how much I forget what the number was. But then the guy, you know, he, that all fell apart on him. Uh, the guy that was doing that. This every single player getting a 2024 Ram Bighorn 1500 truck. That is something that I don't know. Listen, the the, the has and the has beens. There is a different. There's going to be such a chasm. Between the has and the has beens, college foot. This is going to change college foot. This really is setting a tone that I don't know that people can keep up with. It's crazy too to think about those players going to practice, and there's like there's an assistant coach that is uh, unable to barely get himself into the office, and he's speaking authoritatively to a kid who pulls up next to him and probably has to give his coach a ride home every now and then because his car breaks down. It has got to be a funny time in Salt Lake City. That's unbelievable. That's Josh Pate at Late Kick Josh. The Late Kick with Josh Pate, his uh, podcast. He's a great follow and a great watch, and he knows his college football, and he's going to be here in our great state coming up this Saturday. Great stuff, as always, Josh. We really appreciate it. Thanks for hanging. Appreciate you having me, guys. All right. There's uh, brought to you by Demeros Barbecue and a great place to go and watch your games, too. Get your game on. It, we got Tier 2 or Tier 3 Greek guy, too. He, Out of your Greeks, he's Josh Pate. No, no, no. Paytalopoulos. No, no. What? Demers. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He's a tier three or four Greek. Yeah. yeah, but but you can go watch your games there. Yeah, no, 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 you have your spicy I mean, wings. Your his fries, food. Oh, his yeah. Greek salad is as good a Greek salad as you'll find in the city. Okay, I'm telling you. And I you love put Greek the salad. fajita beef on it. <laughs> Bring some in, Yanni. No, you suck. You don't do anything for us. Here's the deal is give me the vin.com. You know what? John Clay Wolf does a bunch for us. John Clay Wolf, hey, listen, here's the deal. 
is if we play the Rangers in the ALCS, mm-hmm. we're going up there and we're doing the show f- from John Clay Wolf's house. We going to Minnesota? He's got a gigantic. Yeah, I'm going. I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm going. Yeah, um, I'm going to talk to Martin. I'm going to go too. Yeah, well, let's go. Wait, don't be scared. I'm not scared. Uh, all we need to do right now is go to GiveMeTheVin.com and John Clay Wolf. He's he's amazing. He is an amazing businessman. He started this with nothing, and now he's one of, if not the biggest car buyer in the country. He does bees, billions, okay? One day last week, he did a 1,000. He sold a 1,000 vehicles at auction. Who does that? How do you collect a 1,000 vehicles that you sell at one auction? Because you just give more. You just say, okay, whatever. I'll give you that. Yes, here, 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 here. When you listen to his show, it's like, he knows immediately how much it's worth and whatever. I'll give you this much. Okay, I'll give you a little bit more. How Will that buy it? Will that buy it from you? Because that's what John Clay Wolf does. So if you want to sell your car, you have to, have to, have to. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. ESPN 97. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the offensive masterminds running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline. So, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Um, 713. By the way, those those Ram 2024 1500s, they're leased. They are leased vehicles. But even still, you get that while you're in college. Those freshmen get to drive around in those for four years. They're going to destroy. Oh, my gosh. You know, that's a dealership. I've been. I've gotten dealership deals before where they give you. And, and, and those days are over. Those days are over. Because and athletes used to get them for dealerships, and they'd speak for the dealership, and they'd give them a car, and they could drive around in them. And, you know, pro athletes or college coaches and all of that. Those days are over because they get the cars back and they would just be shungat. They would be just awful, just awful. And they, to people, to, when it's when it's free, they just don't care about them. And when you're talking about college football players that are going to get in those trucks, all stinky and whatever they're doing, all the partying that they're doing, and how many accidents there are going to be, door dings and ripped upholstery and weed smell and all of that crap that goes on when you're in college, this is a losing proposition for that for that uh, Ram dealer. A, a bad proposition. So while they are leased vehicles, they don't get to keep them. They're, it's going to be – I'm going to tell you this. After this – and when they start to get those vehicles back, if this lasts for two or three years and they start to get those vehicles back and they're, then they're going to be basically a lot of them are going to be worthless because, you know, a, when, when a dealer gets those leased vehicles back, they go out and release them or sell them or whatever. They're going to get them back from college football players. Beat to hell. Beat to hell. Beat to hell. It's a bad deal. It's a bad deal. Well, but it's about brand awareness in yeah. Salt Lake City and and maybe beyond. Maybe they probably, frankly, one. it's not even Salt Lake City. That's going to be a co-op deal. Yeah. Ram is co-op. Because look at all the national. So I doubt the Salt Lake City people have to pay all that much, honestly. This is probably coming from we'll Big see. Yeah, maybe I don't know why they you would just pick read Salt Lake in, City, though. Why wouldn't they pick Alabama to do it? You or, just, I don't know, but you, know. you just read it in Houston. Well, yeah. It's and there's probably Ram dealers the, here. 
I would say it's probably, well, unless the, yeah, I would say probably Ram is contributing, but it's going to be mostly Salt. Because if I'm if I'm Ram, I'm not going, yeah, we got to go get Salt Lake City. Well, Ram is probably, that's in their stock already. Um, I mean, they're going to have, actually, however many they have, there's no way that somebody in Salt Lake City has that many Rams. Yeah. So that's going to have to come from the hub. Because they're not going to have, that's 85 Rams or yeah. whatever? Come on. They're not going to have that many just on the yeah, right, show right, lot no. in Salt Lake no, City. No, no, this is, had, had to be well planned. But if I was them, I'd be doing, well, I wouldn't do Georgia because they're going to forget Georgia. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't do Georgia. Georgia. I'd do any other school. Georgia would be last yeah. on the list that I'd give lease cars to. I'd like to. to give some lease cars to a school. What? Who should I go with? Maybe the team that's got multiple move, moving violations yeah, with well, staff and players. Right. No, 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 no. Not Not Georgia. Especially, well, maybe a pickup because that, that everybody would be safer. I certainly, if I was Porsche, I wouldn't give Georgia players because they'll all, it would be bad. Um, but I'd go to a bigger school than, than Utah if I was Ram. I think that's got to be a lot of local that, that, that took care of this whole thing. Anyway, it's a crazy that That is, that set a standard that, other, that a lot of programs there will never be able to reach, ever, ever be able to reach. Um, 713-780-3776 if you want to get in here with us on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We went way long with Josh, so we have to catch up on breaks. We'll do that right here. we got Five Star joining us at the bottom of the hour to give us picks today. Um, tomorrow, Robert Flores is going to join us. Right, He's going to be here with us on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 at 7.30. We're going to be live at East River 9, and if you guys could come on out and play... It'll be a little soggy, but it is supposed to be a lot nicer tomorrow. So if you want to come out and play, you are more than welcome to do that. Um, right now, I uh, am talking about my peeps over at uh, MyBookie. MyBookie.ag. If you're looking for a great place to play, we got all of these games going to go on. You want to bet on the Astros? Yes, you want to bet on the Okay, go bet on the Twins. See how that works out for you. No, you're going to bet on the Astros. You want to bet on your teams? You got. How about this parlay? A&M. Texas Astros. You want to throw the Rangers in there? You want to get all of your Texas teams in there? Nah, the Rangers are screwed the whole thing. You could up. fade them. You could, yeah, you could fade the Rangers. You could, fade you could the take Rangers. Baltimore, yeah. You yeah. could take Baltimore in that one. But here's the deal is if you're looking for a great place to play, win and get paid, a brand new cash out system on parlays where, okay, you got a 14 parlay and you win, you win the first two bets or you win the first three and you go, okay, thank you, Texas. Thank you, AM. Thank you, Astros. And you got that Rangers bet hanging. You go, nah, no thanks. I'm out on that one. I, I don't. I don't want. I don't want that one anymore. Although that's the. I think that's the first game. Yeah, that's the first game. So don't even bet on the Rangers. You don't want them to lose your parlay before you even get started. Here's the deal. You got a cash out early system. If you win the first couple of bets, you can get out of that parlay and take your money and run. If you're looking for a great way to get cash bonus, you got that as well. MyBookie.ag, but you got to put in promo code BET975, and you can cash out with just one time playing that that bonus money. You can cash out. That's not happening anywhere else. You're looking for a great way to win and get paid. MyBookie is a great site that's easy to navigate, wonderful. You're looking for a great way to play, win, and get paid. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with my bookie, but you got to put in promo code BET975. ESPN 97.5.